0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to what's the show called? Countdown to Infinity. I'm glad was, you got it. I was, I was I was real close to saying one of our streams. I don't really know what was going on there, but no, this is a podcast where myself, I'm James, and the other guy, he's Matt. Hi, Matt. Hi. We talk about every Marvel movie that's ever been made, which I made sound way bigger than it actually is. There's been there's been seventeen. And then 18 and 19 will come out while we record the podcast, because the whole point is we're watching one Marvel movie every week up till the release of The Avengers Infinity War. Yes, you could say we're uh, counting
1: down to Infinity War. Wow. You could say that. that. Is
0: that that why we called that show Countdown to Infinity? I think it might be. Uh, I I, I wasn't consulted. (laughs) Neither was I. (laughs) uh all right so uh this week uh this is week four of 19 uh, we are talking about the very first 2011 thor movie we sure are okay i mean straight up right out of the bat this movie was a thousand times better than i had like than i i remember at all yeah, I um, I wouldn't
1: go a thousand times better, but well, it's definitely better than fair. I remembered
0: it. That's fair. I I'm being a little hyperbolic there. What I think, because here's what I I I think Thor is one of the movies a that I haven't seen uh, a bunch of times, like some of the other entries in this series. Right. Um, I think I'd seen it. I definitely saw it in theaters. Obviously, I've seen on I've seen them all in theaters. Um, I probably saw it like once or twice. Back in the early, you know, teens of this decade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that's probably it. And maybe bits and pieces here or there on TV whenever it's on. And and I was and when I turned it on last night, I was like, okay. And I've done this actually with every, every movie we've watched so far. I said, okay, what do I actually remember about this movie? Like, can I remember the plot? Can I remember all of the big hits? Can I remember... Like, the important scenes. What do I remember? And I I sat down and I'm like, okay, well, Thor's here. And presumably Odin and Loki, maybe? Yeah, Loki. I'm pretty sure Loki's here because he's like the bad guy, kind of, sort of. And then I remember a big giant robot thing uh, blowing up a town. And that's pretty much it. (laughs)
1: Yep. Literally... We covered the plot there we go yeah, it's all done
0: that's li- that's literally all I could actually remember so uh I was very pleasantly surprised when I sat down and watched the whole thing and I was like oh wow this is actually this is actually really quite good like it mm-hmm. is it's actually like I think it's better uh than s- even some of the more recent movies or at least I think I will probably rate it higher than some of the even the more recent movies and it's certainly gonna rank up there uh in the early years but mm-hmm. what what did what did you think so
1: i i agree with you i recall coming out of the theater when this one came out and thinking uh, like my initial reaction to this one was like well if that's as bad as the marvel movies get then we're in for a pretty good ride <laughs> and uh and you know what it deserves better than that if so if with the movies we've watched so far, if Iron Man 2 is as bad as these movies get, then we're in for a pretty good ride. Um Spo- I spoiler alert, they get a little
0: worse, but only a little. Yeah. I mean like, and only like the, the one. Incredible
1: Hulk. I <laughs> I think we're spoiling the end of the episode here, but The Incredible Hulk certainly I think even rates below Iron Man 2 because we went through that last week I guess. But um yes. the Like, this is a good movie. It's a great little family drama, too, which I like. Um, And I was sort of thinking about that just in the context of the Thor movies generally, and especially this one and the next one are, like, it's all family drama all the time. I love it. Um, But yeah, similarly to you, the things I remembered from this movie were, like, I remembered the Destroyer fight at the end being, like, the third act climax of the film. And it's not. It's, It's, like the the second act climax of the film there's like a whole other resolution that happens after that because yeah. I remember coming into this thinking like oh yeah it's got it got the same problem that all the Marvel movies had at this time with the like forgettable villain and the sort of underwhelming third act and they're like no this one straight up doesn't you remember the destroyer fight but there's actually like a solid conclusion to this film that happens after that it's just the thing that sticks in your mind cuz it's such a like a novel visual set piece but yep. uh, but anyhow i'm like i think we're getting ahead here let's let's actually recap the plot Yep, i was going to say uh, and give us your, go through uh, what's actually going on in this movie
0: give us the uh, the old matt wiggins plot synopsis
1: right so here we have thor god of thunder the mighty Thor, Thor, Odin's son, son of Odin, and his brother Loki, and uh, they are Asgardian gods. Throughout history, the Asgardians have protected the nine realms. Uh, and in one particular scene, at the beginning, we watch as Odin saves early Norse humans from the attack of the frost giants and we learn that the the asgardians and the frost giants have been at war for many years but following a defeat at the hands of odin uh they have been there has been like an unsteady truce forged between these two people for many many years so anyhow thor he's the heir apparent to the throne of asgard odin's getting on in years and and ready to retire or die it's not made entirely clear and uh and so he he figures he's about to be king uh he's a little arrogant little headstrong and uh on his coronation day some frost giants break into asgard and try to steal uh their precious artifact back from odin's vault this does not go over super well with uh with well anybody involved but it especially doesn't go over well with thor who uh proclaiming himself king briefly uh tells Odin to his face that you know we need to go to oh, Jotunheim and uh, and slay the frost giants and teach them a lesson so that they'll never try to attack us again. Uh this angers Odin. He tells him not to do it. Loki then talks him into it so they they go to Jotunheim and uh and fight with the frost giants. Things don't go very well. Odin shows up, saves the day. And then in a fit of anger, banishes Thor to earth to the, the realm of Midgard, and uh takes his war hammer, the mighty Mjolnir, and whispers or encants onto it an inscription that uh Oh now I now I'm not gonna remember the inscription uh whosoever holds this hammer uh be he worthy shall possess the power of Thor, I believe is the the specific inscription and and uh casts the hammer down to earth as well. So uh Thor wakes up on Earth as a mortal human, uh gets to hit. be fair, he gets, yeah, he gets he, hit, he gets by, hit by car, car on uh, Earth.
0: I don't think he yeah.
1: yeah, gets hit by the car of Jane Foster, who is uh a physicist tracking uh these instances of wormholes opening on Earth. Uh the wormholes, spoilers are the Bifrost Rainbow Bridge. And uh, so they, they chase down one of these openings, run over Thor, and take, take him back to town, get him to the hospital. Uh, Thor has sp- spent some time in town, uh, decides that he has to go reclaim his hammer. His hammer also falls to Earth, shield creates a little facility around it so he goes breaks into the facility shows shield what for tries to pick up his hammer and lo and behold he's not worthy and cannot possess the power of thor so the remainder of the next act is him learning to be humble and self-sacrificing and learning what it means to be be a leader and be a hero uh coming to the point where the the destroyer comes to town to destroy everything and he chooses to sacrifice himself to save as many people as possible and his friends, thus rendering him worthy. Mjolnir flies to him and he defeats the destroyer in the middle of town. While all this is going on, we learn that Loki is not actually Thor's brother. He is the son of the King of the Frost Giants and he was kidnapped or abducted by uh by Odin as a as an infant and has been secretly kept as an Asgardian for the duration of his life. This leads Loki to have some daddy issues. <laughs> and uh and so he as I mentioned earlier, he, he like you know, he tricks Thor into to going to Jotunheim. Uh, He then proceeds to tell Thor, once he's been banished, that Odin has died and that he has now become king of Asgard. Um, He tries to strike a deal with the Frost Giants to get them back into Asgard so they can kill Odin. Um, Generally, he's just kind of a manipulative jerk, which is on brand for Loki. Um, and, uh, And yeah, so then... While all this is happening, Loki betrays Laufey, kills him, saves Odin in order to cast himself when Odin wakes up from the the Odin sleep to cast himself as the hero and the new heir to the throne, but this all happens just as Thor has regained the power of Mjolnir. He shows up in Asgard, foils Loki's plans, they fight and Loki is cast off into space with the destruction of the Bifrost lost to the cosmos um and Odin wakes back up and Thor is like well maybe I'll be king one day but right now I'm not I'm not so keen on it anymore and uh we have a nice little happy family reunion between Odin and Thor with Loki lost in space so yeah that's more or less the things that happened in this movie
0: you went deep
1: there's a lot of stuff read, that goes on in this movie.
0: I, I read the the Wikipedia plot synopsis twelve times while you did that. I I'm, I'm just joking. No, you that, probably that could very have good. though. Um, the one thing. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm I I, th- I found it interesting uh, that we've been we've been dealing with the same sort of like is Thor ready to be king for as long as we have been. I thought that was kind of interesting. Like, that feels like it's sort of just part of every Thor movie. Like, Odin's about ready to be done. But nah. Yeah. So and I like, just I just assume that's because they kept being, that, uh, uh, what's his name? Just kept being like, no, I'll come back. Oh, Anthony yeah. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 I'm good. And they're like, wait, really? It's like, oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. it Cool. It has given a pretty good
1: arc. To Thor through the movies, though, where it's like this one, he's like, "Yeah, no, I'm ready to be king. And, like, yeah, you know, he gets smacked down. Um, and then the next one is like, No, I don't want to be king. Yeah. And I would rather be a warrior, gallivanting, against, uh, you know, throughout the realms and, and, and fighting our enemies. Um, and then the third one, spoilers if you haven't seen it yet, um, is the like kingship is thrust upon him. Um, and so, like, he doesn't have a choice anymore. He is now king of the Asgardians, whether he wants to be or not. Um, yeah. And and that has made for like a bunch of interesting character development in the character of Thor. I I quite like it. They've they've done a lot with this character
0: over those three movies. Yep. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, something else I um, picked up. Well, not picked up on, but definitely felt like they they've done a very good job of sort of ramping up um what Shield is and its involvement in these movies. Like in the first movie, Colson's there and it's not really a big like it's not a thing, right? Like right. he mentions it once or twice and there's a little scene at the end and that's it. Uh there isn't a whole lot other than the post credit scene in The Incredible Hulk. Um yeah. obviously SHIELD and Fury and the introduction of uh of Black Widow Yeah, and and Coulson coming back in Iron Man two definitely had a bigger bigger stage there, but this one it was just like a huge portion of the plot was literally our our heroes dealing directly with Shield, on like an ongoing basis, which which I thought was which which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, Um, because I know you know next movie you know we're getting ahead getting ahead of myself a little bit, but the next movie is Captain America, and then after that. We're on to our first Avengers flick. Right. Right? Um, and obviously in the Avengers, or obviously in Captain America, we get to see the, the start of S.H.I.E.L.D. and what S.H.I.E.L.D. was like back in the Second World War, but we don't get a, a, a lot more introduction with them at the time. So I think they right. did a great job of of bringing the, the world of S.H.I.E.L.D. into... Uh, the MCU even more so yes yeah. with this one
1: one thing that uh, that I picked up on on this viewing that I hadn't noticed before is that uh, agent Sitwell shows
0: up in this one agent Sitwell they've done they they must have because I, I thought I thought the exact same thing I was like damn like because that because he was in was he in a movie before this too he was in one of the other movies right I didn't notice him in the previous ones um, I feel like I, I would uh, have to go back and look.
1: But he he definitely was in this one.
0: Yes. And and Agent Sitwell, you'll know, is... Okay, so Jasper Sitwell. um, I'm just looking at the uh, Wikipedia here because I'm curious. Uh, Film. uh, Okay, so yeah, he debuted in Thor. um, And then he was in a few of the one-shots. And then in the Avengers, he was a pretty big... He was one of the sort of, like... When I say big, I mean like not Nick Fury big, or you know, in terms of like importance or screen time, but like one of the named agents of Shield, right? Right. Uh, and then you find out, obviously, in Winter Soldier, uh, that sort of gets the big payoff. Yeah, spoilers. But, but that's like a three-year, several movie buildup of this one. You know, it's a it's essentially a one-off character, right? Yeah. This isn't a character, and and they've and he's written that way. Right. Like, he's written to be forgotten. Yeah. Because that's the whole point, is that these guys can just sort of, they can be there, but they can just sort of blend into the background, and you can kind of forget that, oh, wow, they actually introduced, you know, this guy who turns out to be Hydra in, you know, a fairly recent movie way back in 2011, right? Yeah. And there's no reason for that character to have recurred in every
1: movie, right? Like, they could have just had a different S.H.I.E.L.D. agent in every film,
0: and the films would have
1: been no different. The character just wouldn't have had a
0: payoff. Yeah, exactly. Um, Another character that was introduced but woefully underused in this movie uh, was Hawkeye. Yes. Good God. I don't... I have to believe that there was something else that they did with that character in a scene that didn't make the final movie. Like, it just seemed like a no-brainer that he should have been involved in the fight at the end. Not not at the end, but the fight in the town with Destroyer. Hmm, like, yeah. why why was he not a part of that fight? Because yeah. he is this character who has become a literal Avenger... Uh, he has become a huge deal, and maybe they just didn't know at the time. But I kind of have to believe that they did because they have put all these other little hints and things throughout the movie. Oh, by the time that, he was like, in this
1: movie, they would have known he was going to be in the Avengers. The, yeah, they hired just, Jeremy Renner to play him. Yeah, you don't exactly. hire Jeremy Renner to play Hawkeye for, a th- yeah. like, three minutes of screen time if so, you're not planning to use him later, right? So. And exactly.
0: That's the thing. It's like the only scene he gets is when Thor breaks into – the uh the facility that they built around the hammer, yeah, and he hops up in a little cherry picker and goes up and has a couple like little like gaggy one liners, yeah, and that's it, and yeah, I'm like what? he draws his bow, yeah, he draws his bow, and he's like, yeah, and with uh, I don't know, I was just kind of annoyed when I saw that. I was like, right, I forgot that he was introduced in this film, but now that he has been introduced, I remember being angry. You know, recently, probably a few years after this came out, being like, probably around the time of the Avengers, to be honest, being like, why didn't you use him more? Yeah, when you had him in Thor. Yeah, oh. it's it's unfortunate. Um, I I want to introduce a new segment into this show. Oh, uh, I want to introduce a new sh- segment. I probably should have run this by you before. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, it's, it's way more very, fun when it's a surprise. It's, it's an easy one. Um. Your favorite gag slash joke? Oh, like the your favorite comedic moment of the movie, and I want to do this for all movies going forward because these oh. movies are known for their humor, <laughs> they're known for being fairly lighthearted, yep. Um, kind of you know, digging each other. Um, and I, what is your favorite humorous moment from the first Thor movie? Okay, so the obvious answer mm-hmm. is
1: uh is the cup smash, right? This drink, I like it, another. Uh Um, But I don't think that's actually my favorite. Um, I I think my favorite, and I'm just racking my brain to think of all the comedic moments in this movie, but the the other one that stands out to me is Thor walking into the pet shop and like, I need a horse. Uh And uh, the pet shop guy being like, "Uh, yeah, we don't sell those. We have like dogs cats birds well give me one of those large enough I can ride <laughs> yeah that one's really good <laughs> that's a really good line um and the line is really good the look the pet shops like the pet shop guy gives him when he says that is just Mwah. like <laughs> chef kiss good um yeah. it's 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 outstanding um in this movie we get the first instance of Myumna. Uh, which yeah. is pretty good. Um, yeah.
0: I forgot. I I'm a I'm a pretty big fan of Cat Dennings. Uh, yeah. Just as an actor, I think she's great. Um, and I forgot how how just kind of funny she is in this movie. She's great, and I remember she's one of the redeeming factors because the next door movie it's not that good, but it's still Spoilers. you know it's still fun movie, but. Uh, she stands out as just great. And I really hope that we get to see her back in this universe at some point. Cause yeah. it's been a while. Um, I mean, hell, it's been a while for, uh, for Natalie Portman as well. Right. right. Like, Natalie Portman's probably never coming back.
1: Is that the case? Yeah. She, she has, as I understand it, basically said that she's only willing to return. Like she'll only return voluntarily um, if they give, jane foster something to do okay um, that's so fair. like she's still under contract and they could call her back but she wouldn't be pleased about it unless um she actually they, had she actually had something to, to do so if they yeah, ever that's... if they ever want to do like the the transfer of mjolnir to jane foster and do jane foster thor i'm sure she'd be right back to like oh hell suit yeah. up. but uh i i suspect that we're not gonna see that in the marvel cinematic universe anytime soon
0: that's fair so i uh i i brought up the the idea of what's your favorite gag because i i had forgotten the one that just makes me laugh every time which is when they go to the hospital they see that he's escaped they get into the car <laughs> and they write they, they start talking about how they're gonna basically like i think it was eric who's like we're gonna have to look like we're gonna look have to look over all of whatever, Ohio? I don't remember. New Mexico. Yeah. New Mexico. Yeah, we're going to have to look over all of New Mexico, back up, you see you see <laughs> Thor walk through the back shield, like the back of the car, look, and just get hit. And I'm like, oh, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. How does this keep happening? I'm sorry, I'm not doing this on purpose, I promise. Uh, it's so per. It's just the fact that he looks and then gets hit is just... pure gold i loved it so much Yep. Uh, i thought it was fantastic oh that's Um, a good one i had i forgot about that one since yesterday yeah let's talk about uh let's talk about the bad guy so the bad guy is it's loki yeah right like it's you could it's sort of sold as oh it's the frost giants uh and the destroyer which did they ever what's the deal with the destroyer the destroyer just... was just the
1: guardian of odin's vault yeah okay so like um, it was just the security system making sure that the the spoilers fake infinity
0: gauntlet and the casket didn't go missing right yeah um but uh man loki's so good oh yeah and i like i i i assume that they knew going I mean, obviously, they knew going uh, into this movie uh, what they were doing uh, with Loki and what they were setting him up for because of the end of this end of the movie post credit scenes. We'll get to that mm-hmm. in a little bit. Um, but man, just Loki and especially just Tom Hiddleston, little baby uh, Tom Hiddleston in this one. Yeah, he looks so they're young. All, they're all babies in this movie. It's kind of insane. So Tom Hiddleston is now 36 years old and this movie is seven years old so he would have been 29 so he would have been in his yeah late 20s when he filmed that movie and it he looks it i mean they all do right like even like chris hemsworth looks stupid young yeah Natalie portman uh they all look baby-faced which considering yeah we're talking about the difference between You know, mid-30s and late-20s is pretty impressive. Yeah, Hemsworth has got, like, a weird makeup thing going on in this
1: movie, which I'm glad they kind of got rid of for the next one, though, because it's a little off-putting.
0: Yes, I would agree. Um, Um, But, yeah, back to Loki. Go for it.
1: No, 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 I was handing off to you. Oh, okay. Well, I was
0: just, I just, yeah, I it's just so nice and refreshing after uh just even the last 3 movies like loki just feels like a proper villain mm-hmm. like there there are bad guys who are just sort of you know they exist solely to ruin the life of this of this one person and loki has that as well obviously he resents the crap out of thor um, and just wants the approval of his father, but he's willing to go pretty much to any length to 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 figure all that out, yeah, and uh, it feels so good,
1: yeah, he's all about the manipulations and the machinations and and the the dramatic twists yeah and uh and so on, and it makes for a really solid character um and it like sort of comes back to where you know going into this is like all right, another one with a like for you know forgettable third act fight and uh, you know a villain that doesn't matter thinking of the destroyer and it's like wait no they're they like set up the one villain that the MCU has like maintained and developed and put a lot of like time and care into the character of yeah um and they do a fantastic job of setting him up in this one he's uh you, you actually feel like he's an antagonist almost more than a villain in this one um, yes. cause like he's screwing around with Thor and he gets, you know, things get, he, he goes sort of down the dark rabbit hole towards the end of the movie as his plan gets bigger and more out of control. But, uh, he starts just like, yeah, he just, he resents the fact that Thor is the, the older, you know, ostensible favorite son. And then he finds out that he's adopted and then he like, you know, just has this, almost like emotional crisis of his own about it um and starts using the the toolkit that he has available to him you know magic and manipulation to start changing things to be the way he wants them to be mm-hmm. and uh yeah and you 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 feel for him and want to go with him on that journey a little bit
0: yeah i agree um any other like little things that really stood out for you in this one hmm the like the design of this one is so good
1: all of the visual design in this movie is awesome Asgard looks rad there are so many good hats um (laughs) there are a lot of good hats the choice for director like having Kenneth Branagh in to do this one um was a fantastic choice Uh, Sir Kenneth Branagh thank you very much (sighs) um Like, you know, this is is a, like, this is a literal space opera. And so having the sort of, like, big, epic Shakespearean director come in and do this, like, cosmic family drama, just, it works so well. Everything about this movie is, like, it works so well. And it's so pretty. um, And it just, like... It feels distinct from all of the, like, visually distinct from all of the movies that we've seen on Earth so far. Yes, um, uh, yeah, absolutely. And it sort of sets, it, it again, this does, takes another big step in developing the tone of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I think. Um, and sort of, like, pushing the boundaries of what they can get away with within the, the rules of the universe that they've set up. Um and where that like mapping things out as they go forward. This is like clearly the, the seed that led to the development of uh the visual style in like Ant Man and Doctor Strange, for instance, yep. which then have now sort of funneled their look dev back into Thor with Thor Ragnarok. Um the the and you know guardians of the galaxy as well they're like there's a clear link between this the look and feel of this movie and the look and feel of guardians of the galaxy um and that you know now they're they've sort of established after this film with guardians of the galaxy they they've sort of established what the marvel cosmic universe looks like and how that's gonna feed back into the universe as a whole um and i just you know i i think they made a lot of really good decisions in how they set this movie up
0: yeah i think that's actually something that i don't see people talk about a lot um and one of the huge benefits of of doing what it is marvel has been doing for the last decade is i mean the easy the easy thing for people to talk about is the characters that exist in this universe and the fact that they can tell story after story with these same characters and to de- develop them over movies and, and literal a decade now. Um, but the look of these films, um, just gets better and better and better. I would argue, uh, to, to, to the end of my days, as of right now, that Thor Ragnarok is a hundred and million percent, the best looking movie, uh, that exists in the MCU. And it, it, it looks the way it does Because I think of the seeds that were planted in this Thor movie. yeah, Uh, And that, yeah, as you said, led to, you know, Ant-Man and to especially Guardians of the Galaxy, obviously, um, had an enormous effect on the overall look of these uh, films going forward. But yeah, um, I just like I just love that every movie, every subsequent movie just looks and feels and and acts just a little bit better than the one before it, Mm -hmm. uh, which is just really neat. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Okay. Pop quiz, Matt. Uh Uh-oh, pop quiz. Name name the Warriors 3. The Warriors 3, hey? Yep. Well, we've got
1: Volstagg. Uh-huh. Volstagg, I believe, was played by Ray Stevenson, Uh... otherwise known as the Punisher in Punisher Warzone. Oh, damn. A little trivia Wait. fact for you there.
0: Yep, you're right.
1: Okay, uh, okay. We have Fandral. Okay. And uh, Fandral is, uh, I don't remember which one he is, but we have Fandral. <laughs> um, okay. What does Wikipedia say? Josh Dallas in the Marvel Cinematic Universe film Thor. Yeah. And Zachary Levi in Thor the Dark World. Spoilers. Yeah, he's, he, he's the one who got replaced. Yeah, he's, he's Robin Hood. Um, yeah. Of of the three, what were the, what what did the the shield agents call them? We've got uh, oh Z- uh, Zena, we Zena, Jackie Chan, and Jackie Robin Chan, Hood.
0: Robin Hood, and there would have been a fourth, right? Yeah, but I think
1: he just called out the three of them.
0: Yeah, they may not
1: have right. called out the fourth one. Yeah. Um, but any anyhow, uh, yeah, we've got Volstagg, we've got uh, Fandral, and we have Hogan. Yes um you did it yes because i'm looking at the wikipedia page for
0: this movie right now that's damn well cheating you know it (laughs) you didn't warn me that there was a
1: pop quiz so i just have i had it open already i didn't
0: say open book quiz i said pop quiz well fine whatever let's rank these movies matt oh are we there already we're at the ranking portion of the show yeah man we've already been recording for 35 minutes oh geez yeah all right this one yeah i was excited to talk about this one uh but uh it is time to to do this. Okay, who
1: who ranks first? Do you, do you rank first?
0: Oh god, I just yeah, I'll do that in a minute, but I just read in the Wikipedia page that apparently in 2016 of May or May of 2016, Mel Gibson had been approached about playing Odin. <laughs> but but didn't do it. Well, clearly, thank you Mel Gibson. Yeah. Thank you for that insight. Obviously, you didn't do it, you <laughs> dummy. <laughs> Okay. Anyways, uh, ranking it, this ranks, uh, this ranks number two, so far uh, of the so four. Far, so far, this uh, of the four. So far, this is number two. So, uh, my current ranking is Iron Man one, Thor, Iron Man two, The Incredible Hulk. I agree with that ranking. Yeah, I I, I get the feeling. I I feel like we're going to be on the same page uh, for a while. maybe not for a while but i think at least to the end of phase one well i think i i think we're gonna come out of phase one with with the same uh six movies ranked uh in the same positions but i think it's gonna start changing up after that yeah i think i don't know i don't know but i think well i could see us diverging on
1: captain america it's possible. Uh, the first adventure. I, uh, like It's possible be, that we'll split there,
0: but I don't know. Honestly, 100%, not a damn clue where that falls right now. Yeah, neither I, do I. I. I really don't know, which is what I find kind of fascinating about this experience so far is I I am looking forward. I think of, of, of everything that's going to come from this, I am looking forward to having a definitive my list of the mcu films yeah i think that's going to be real nice to have i should start uh, writing
1: this down because uh i i will start to not remember when
0: we get up into the <laughs> like the 10s and the 15s that's fair i i have been writing it down for the both of us oh so. well then maybe i, I have, don't have
1: to write it down I have, and just I offload my homework to you
0: yeah i have a little notebook right here and i have written down uh this movie is number two for both of us all right Alright. Well I think cool. that's gonna do it. Um thank you everybody for uh hanging out with us this week, chatting about Thor. Uh we will be back next week with Captain America.
1: The first Avenger.
0: The first Avenger, our first flashback movie. Uh I'm pretty excited. I I remember loving this movie. Um, and I'm excited to see it again for the first time in probably quite a few years. Mm-hmm. I, I can't I can't quite recall the last time that I saw it, but It's been a while for me, too. Yeah, but we will dive into that next week. Uh, As always, uh, thank you to all of you over at our Patreon at patreon.com slash loadingreadyrun you uh, make all of this kind of stuff that we do here at loading ready run possible. So really appreciate that. Um, if you want to talk to myself or Matt about all things, Marvel or whatever, really uh, you can find us on Twitter. I am at James underscore L R R Matt is at Matt underscore L R R. And of course you can find everything else that we do over at loadingreadyrun.com com. Uh, Matt, where can people go and find all this stuff that you also do?
1: That's right. Um, I am also on Twitch. Uh, You can find me at uh, twitch.tv slash Matt underscore LRR. These days, I seem to mostly stream on Sunday evenings, so if you've got a hole in your Sunday evening, stop on by. I'd love to see you. Um, Additionally, I have my YouTube channel. Uh, I believe it is just Matt Wiggins. I don't have a vanity URL, so I can't just tell you what it is uh but if you search matt wiggins you'll find me up there i am uploading the vods of my sunday streams i'm currently playing through final fantasy 6 and i'm uploading my weekly movie vlog and uh i'd be thrilled if you'd check
0: that out as well cool all right that was good a lot of fun thor was a good movie it thumbs was a good up. movie yep definite thumbs up all right we will see y'all next week bye Oh, I'm just joking. We're back. Uh, I, one of these days, you'll fall for it. I know you will. You'll turn it off and you'll be like, wait, they didn't talk about the, the post credit scene. I think maybe I need to give it more than a half a second beat. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that joke will never, ever get old. I, I'm going to ride it into the ground. <laughs> I know you are. Uh dear. All right. credit scene sees our boy Eric uh, taken down into a shield facility. Uh, where he meets up with our good buddy Dick Fury mm-hmm. who opens up a briefcase to uh show him off the tesseract the tesseract uh and he's like what what is it and fury's like it could it could be power unlimited power and that's the second and, star wars, and, wars
1: <laughs> reference in this <laughs> podcast <laughs> <laughs> and uh
0: and 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 eric's like ooh and then <gasps> Invisible Loki. Where did he come from? Was All all of a sudden, he's like... "Well, I, well, I can't remember the actual line. I should have written it down. But it's worth looking anyways. into? Yeah, that's right. It's or worth, worth looking taking into. a look at. Yeah, something like that. So, L- Loki says that, and then Eric repeats exactly what Loki said, which sort of insinuates that maybe he has some sort of power over Eric, and of course, we will learn that he absolutely does in a few movies from now. But mm-hmm. this is the first... Um, this is the. I think this is one. This is the best post-credit scene we've seen so far, um, just in terms of what it means for the future of the franchise, uh, what it means for the next couple movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just a hey, we're putting together the Avengers. This is a this is why we're putting together the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's funny though. So
1: going into this post-credit scene. Um, I was watching this with Megan and I commented to her like I I don't remember what the post credit scene is on this one. I mean it must be for Captain America cuz Captain America's the next movie. They're they're they would they would have to do one for Captain America. They haven't done one for Captain America yet. And then it started and I'm like, "Oh, wait, no, this one's for the Avengers." Yeah. Oh, I remember this now. Um yeah. so, but Captain America didn't get a post credit scene.
0: No, so cuz I can't remember in at the end of Iron Man 2, uh did he did he get a little title at the very end of the credits says that said Iron Man will return in the Avengers cuz Thor did. I don't remember um, if Iron Man did yeah, or not, but Thor definitely did. Yeah, Thor definitely did, which I thought was interesting, and presumably uh Captain America is going to get one uh at, at the, the end, end of, of uh at the end of the movie, the next movie we watch here. Well, he may not um, even
1: need one because the, like, just remembering back to Captain America, it basically ends with the beginning of the Avengers.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it ends with him. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We'll talk about that next yeah. week. But, no, um,
0: this was a, I think this was a great post-credit scene. Um, I think it was like, it was definitely, like, again, it was like the first two that we had or the first three that we had were just like, oh. Neat, like this universe exists, and and they all are going to hang out together one day. That's kind of cool. And this was the first, like, oh, like this is what we're building to, right? Like, yeah. this isn't just we're going to put together a team of cool, uh, uh, of cool superheroes. Like, this is the reason why we're putting this team together. Yeah. Um, and it's the plot don't, hook, yeah, and we don't get the payoff. Which, and this is what I actually kind of loved about it is we don't get the payoff to this scene in the next movie we have one more movie to go Mm -hmm. um to even get through before we see what it what exactly this post-credit scene actually means for for the mcu and it's huge right yeah it's enormous um so i i think it's pretty sweet and i remember at the time being pretty blown away and and just being unbelievably excited for you know the avengers because at this point we knew that the avengers was going to happen yeah and yeah I, I thought it was really good yeah so the the only thing i want to mention before we just sign off
1: otherwise totally agree with you it's just i'm going to get letters if i don't mention it now that i've opened the topic um which is my understanding is that the the captain america reference that was meant to occur uh was meant to occur with the incredible hulk when he like goes to canada and discovers the shield in the ice was like right. a cut scene that didn't actually end up making it into the movie but uh yeah but i i i just know people are going to comment it's like oh no they actually they actually did it just got cut so uh that is uh just encapsulating that since i mm-hmm. brought
0: it up yep that's fair that i think um, is
1: uh is worth mentioning
0: Yep, that's fair. Uh I will also uh bring up uh more than uh, a few of you have been asking about the uh the one shots. Yes. Um and I think uh we'll we'll try to I'm just saying right now and I've not even discussed this with Matt, but I think maybe just because of the number of people who I have actually seen it. Like it's it's funny cuz sometimes, you know, as a content creator, one person will say something about your content, and you'll kind of inflate that to be like, oh man, this, you know, I'm hearing nothing but this about, you know, whatever on Twitter when really it was just one person. But Mm -hmm. no, actually quite a few of you have been like, what about the one-shots? Like, I understand you guys aren't going to talk about the TV shows and stuff, but the one-shots, like, that, those are pretty cool and you should maybe chat about those, so yeah, maybe we should, um, because the one-shots only existed I think during the... Uh, phase one right like i don't know they they... they they
1: actually go up through like there's a one shot for iron man 3 that i know of um, okay like there there are several of them that span but they, haven't, they like, haven't done one recently no though, they, haven't, think, they haven't they haven't right? done one recently i don't think but yeah. uh the the very first one shot was a dvd extra on thor So, in fact, if we were
0: going to talk about the one shots, this would be the first episode in which we would do so. I think we could probably just wrap them all up at some point. Yeah, and talk about all of them at the end of an episode. Um, uh, We'll we'll do some looking into it, and if it works out that we'll talk about them all in in one go, then we'll do that. And if not, you know, next episode we'll quickly chat about the one for Thor, and then we'll just stick with them for the 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 DVD extra movie that it came with. So, yeah, that Um, that makes sense. We we hear you and we're listening and we will we will definitely endeavor to look into those and and chat about them with you guys because I actually don't even know if I've seen all the one shots. Yeah, to be I don't honest. think I have either. I know I've seen a few of them, but I think it's only like one or two, and I think there's like four or five. Yeah, there and are not, several. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. It's but... a good
1: thing we put this important announcement right at the very end of the episode after our credits,
0: where everyone is nah, sure to see it. Nah, it's fine it'll be fine (laughs) everything is fine okay let's go and then next week we'll talk about the Captain Americas sounds good okay bye Matt alrighty bye James bye everyone